Okay, three, two, one, go. Uh, Frosty, we're on our podcast. We're actually doing the live one as well, but it's a little bit awkward because um, no one's actually tuned in to um, do a live one with us. Um, let's discuss oh, that, mate. Yeah. Let's discuss that. <laughs> I mean, we posted this yesterday. Yeah. We've gone through all this trouble to sit in the same place as we've probably been sat all day through isolation. Yeah. We've called each other. Yeah. And just everyone's obviously either cooking dinner in their Netflix series. I reckon, I reckon, like me, mate, they probably got their pyjamas on, right? I've got my pyjamas on my bottom half, mate, and my CrossFit slow on my top half. But the guys will never get to see this video, right? Because we're not going to post this one now. We're just going to do the uh, the audio version. But that's cool. That's cool. So we've got a bit of an agenda tonight, guys. We're not going to do a time cap for it. But what we're going to do is roll through a couple of the topics that uh, me and Frosty got together over. Um, and the first one is, I put it down as, uh, and I think you can elaborate on this, Frosty, so much cardio. Cardio is hardio, mate. I, me personally, as you know, and probably most of the people at Slough know, I love conditioning. I, I prefer it to barbell movements. Don't defo, why, defo why. knew that. I defo <laughs> knew that, mate. If there's a body weight wads coming up, you know that Frosty's name's going to be up there on the top of that leaderboard. You know, know maybe, maybe 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 one or two others floating in around there, but yeah, body weight movements is definitely where Frosty's at. And I'm not gonna lie, when I see those one or two floating around in there beating me. I smile, but it really hurts. <laughs> it really hurts too, mate, doesn't it? You know, and and also because of uh, the injury you had as well, you've you've done even more cardio, and le- this has led us now into obviously taking out of our hands um, more cardio, which is, to be honest with you, it's in- so interesting. As soon as you remove skill and you remove the barbell, guess what you got left? Metabolic fitness, baby. That's what you got left. That's what you got. That's what you got left. And let's face it: see, doing a wall set, it hurts a lot more than doing a back squat. Oh yeah, that burn. It <laughs> burns, burns everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing the first one this week, right? And it was um, the five sets of forty seconds, right? Yeah. And I remember doing the first one, thinking, "We done this for hours in, in basic training in the army, and I can't even stay here for forty seconds. What I have turned into a weak individual." <laughs> That's all I kept on thinking was, I'm weak. I'm weak. I, I think that was last Sunday because I, I think I was coaching that session. I was trying to talk to everyone whilst doing it and I just couldn't breathe. I couldn't get my breath back. I love it. I absolutely love it. So um, that was the first one for us then. I, I mean, what I would say is like um, me, you and all the coaches are doing every single workout as prescribed. We're doing all the wads. Um, I had a recovery day yesterday. Um because I actually got to the point where I'd done seven days straight and I was like, hmm, maybe maybe I need to recover as well. I mean, because ultimately, if you think about it, this is no different really to being in the box in the sense of the intensity is still high. I mean, I would argue like today, when I went on to that workout today, um, for those guys who don't know, Chris Nelson and uh, Mark Winnan actually live opposite me and then so do Senkham, uh, uh, or sorry, Jenkin Barris. 
and I was racing Chris Nelson down the road to Tesco Express, not to get eggs, <laughs> but to try and beat him on the mile run, right? But we did oh, we did maintain social distancing. It was really, really perfect. <laughs> so running down the road, and whenever he would swap hit pavement, I'd go the other side and then vice versa. We'd run past <laughs> each other when he turned around and uh, made sure that we had social distancing. No, no fist pump on the way past, nothing. It was just like, right. That is, uh, I love that. I wish I was one of your neighbours just seeing you two running around the street constantly. Yeah, so so Jenk sent me a message the other night and he said, um, yeah, I think our neighbours think that we're a little bit wired. Um, they, <laughs> they just see literally everyone around them doing fitness. And, you know, we, we, we live in a, a bit of a sleepy hollow area where, you know, the average age is like 65 or something. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, they're not used to that, right? But, um, I, I, you know, flick, flicking back to it, I mean, these were workouts you go hard on these workouts they burn man they yeah. burn they're they're not easy and I, I actually think that's quite a good point that you mentioned before the fact that you took a rest day because as you said body weight movements aren't easy no there is so, if you think it's constant constant time under tension even yeah. on an air squat if you're at the top of the rep let's say you're still under tension yeah and I th- I, that's a good point. I think rest days are still important. So if anyone is listening to this at any time, if you tune in or you listen to this back, yeah, um, yeah, you guys need to still be taking your rest and looking after your body um, and just being sensible, really, having fun with it and, and being sensible. We have had someone just pop into our meeting, but um, it's come up as RD408323. So I'm hoping it's not someone from outer space. That's, that's <laughs> it's not even come up with a name. Oh, the, 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 R2D2, mate. The unknown individual. It's, it's Rosie, sorry. Hey, Rosie, how are you doing? How you, you were actually... It's, it's, we, my, it's my work laptop, so it's my work user ID. Mate, it's okay, mate. From now on, I'm going to call you RT, R2D2. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate Star Wars. <laughs> I, okay, we won't call you that. We'll just call you Rosie. I'll leave you guys to it. Mate, we do, we're actually doing an audio version because um, I think everyone's in their pyjamas and they decided not to come online. So that's totally fine. But um, so Rosie Camp is a guest, guest yeah, speaker. Yeah, she, she, in fact, let's ask her a question while she's on the line, right? Let's ask her a question. <laughs> so we've, got, we've actually got a couple of topics here, but I want to ask you a question, Rosie. How have you been getting on? Because I know that you've been hitting a lot of the workouts. How have you been finding the workouts and the intensity and everything from home? Uh, it's been really good, actually. Um, I've, I'm kind of amazed myself at how kind of committed I've been to joining the sessions each day. Um, I think the way that you guys are delivering the sessions are really good. Um, a lot of motivation. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. I um, mean, watching what, us, making sure that, you know, even like we were in, in class as well, you're what, kind of checking our kind of positioning and things like that, which is good. Why would you, why do you think then, I mean, this is a bit of a loaded question and we, trust me, I didn't know R2D2 was coming into this, but, um, <laughs> but why do you think that you've managed to switch, switch fire, if you like, so quickly into getting involved in the, in the training? Because I know that whenever I log in, you, you are actually there as well. So how, how, what have you done that to throw yourself into it? Uh, I think for me to cope with the situation that we're in, I need to keep a routine and structure. Yeah, and that's, that's a great point. doing the sessions is, is definitely helping. And doing them first, for me personally, doing them first thing in the morning, it kind of clears my head. 
and then it gets me ready for for the day. So then if I then want to do something a little bit later on, then I can. Yeah. Um, and then if I don't, I don't feel so bad because I did my morning session. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been I've been using that quite a lot with some of the members because uh, it, it, it's incredible. You think, right, we, we're actually currently in a state of pretty much lockdown. You're only allowed to leave for certain things. And yet some people are, are of the mindset of they still haven't got enough time. And I'm just like, that you've got nothing but time. But yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. when you start breaking it down, you you don't actually have a great deal of time if you then start doing some DIY and then you start prioritizing and then you got kids. So you're bang on right, Rosie, I think. If you if you get it done first thing in the morning, you know, you can forget about it for the rest of the day then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean what what else? Any other any other feedback for us while 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 you're on? Um well, actually, today was the first time I did. Um, I went running um, when we did that that test one. Um, yeah. Because I think I mentioned to you before, I um, I kind of um, hurt my knee quite badly a few years ago. Yeah. But the thought of having to do burpees. Yeah. Was I'm going to go and do the run? Awesome. <laughs> it was just, it, it That's great. Up. And how did <laughs> it, how did your knee feel? <laughs> Sorry. How did your knee feel? <laughs> um, actually, not too bad. Brill. Brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's so great. it's um, it, it's it's okay. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, right? But the last one, mate, before you shoot, I feel like I am getting a lot of fitness from this. Like, my abs feel jacked. I feel I like I'm getting a lot of stuff done, albeit not with a barbell in my hand or doing anything on the rig. I feel like I'm working a lot of weaknesses. We were just talking about the wall set the other day. That was just torturous. Oh, that was yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rusty. Yeah, it, it yeah. was hard. It was seriously hard. But yeah, no, hey, Rosie, thank, thanks for um, tuning in to make us not feel so bad. Um, and <laughs> and um, hopefully see you uh, online tomorrow morning. Yes. Brilliant. See you tomorrow morning. Have a great evening, mate. Have a great evening. All right, cheers. Cheers, Bye. mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So moving on then, Frosty, the next one down then, which I'll I'll jump into. And by the way, guys, that was not put on at all. That was literally Rosie popping in. Hopefully we'll get somebody else. Um, yeah. Psychology. Um, now, this is so simple to lead into because Rosie's just been talking about it. For those guys who don't know who Rosie is, I didn't either. It's Rosetta, but she's a.k.a. Rosie, right? Yeah, Rosie uh, Rosie R2-D2. Rosie R2-D2. Um, <laughs> But she's just mentioned everything, really. Uh, and the first thing that I wanted to discuss was getting into a routine. Now, it doesn't matter whether it's first thing in the morning for you because you've got, you want to give yourself the rest of the day or it's an, of an evening because you, you prefer to have the morning to yourself. Whatever it is, you've got to start that routine and you've got to start it now. What do you reckon, Frosty? Yeah, completely agree with that. As you said when Rosie said that word routine, that was like a, a, a light bulb, a key moment came on in, in my mind. Because um, obviously there is so much uncertainty around the time that we're in. Yeah. And the days that we're in and the information that we're receiving um, is changing constantly. But if you can put a little bit of ro- routine into your day, yeah. aka either training in the morning or training in the evening... One of those two things you are, you know is going to, first of all, help you relieve stress, release endorphins, and add some form of structure. The rest of your day can be almost whatever you want it to be to a certain extent because you know at some point you're going to be doing something to, 
to improve yourself on the day, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. I mean, for, for, for me, the, there's a couple of points that lead into that as well. Um, whilst the weather is like it is, you need to get outside. Like if you have the ability to switch it off Wi-Fi and go to 4G on your phone and get out, like some people might not have a garden or something, but if you can get to a position where you can get somewhere uh, where you're outside, that's so good for your psychology. And here yeah. comes Greg. Look, so that's great. I mean, Greg has just joined us here. Greg, Greg, well, welcome, mate. We Oh, and Kirsten as well. Right, guys, this is awesome, right? We are currently, because we didn't have anybody coming in on the uh, actual live chat. We started a podcast as well, but this is perfect because we can ask you some questions now. Um, so, Greg, first of all, mate, how is your uh, experiences from home doing this? Me? Yeah, Greg, yeah. I'm not great using these things. I'm just running, I'm just about getting my eyes off. I was just going to listen to you guys. Yeah, that's great, um, mate. That's right. Can you just give us, sum us, sum us up what you've experienced so far, mate? Um, what, am I, what, training? Yeah. Um, it's just a bit kind of outside for me, to be honest. Yeah. So it's yeah. just uh, the same sort of thing, just outside instead, really. Yeah, cool, man. That's great. Yeah. And we just got Jim's tuning in as well, Greg. We were just talking about, Greg, so you're aware, and Kirsten as well. We were just talking about the how important it is for psychology just to get into a routine. Um, we had Rosie call in, uh, Rosetta, with reference to the, the thing that she's found that's really helped her is switching straight to a routine and making sure the training was part of that routine. Kirsten. Give us a bit of an idea, mate, on how, how you found the training has helped you or, you know, is it in your routine, what you're doing? Uh, so for me, it's quite easy because I'm anyway, I need to stay at home since like two weeks. Yeah. So like in the morning, I'm booking in for the mobility and the 6pm one usually. Yeah. And check, and check what we have to do and if we need to prepare anything. It took a few days because I'm usually used to go in the morning, but I think I, I got a good rhythm now. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's good. That's great to you. And the the these workouts then that the, we're throwing in. Um, the most important thing, guys, as as we were talking about just now, is the routine. But also trying to get that. What well, the weather is like it is. Trying to get the workout done outside, um, so you can get a bit of fresh air as well. Um, and also as well, the other thing as well that we're noticing for psychology wise is. It's okay for the people who that are popular, the people that are in, you know, friendship groups. But we've also got a lot of people in around our box that don't actually know a lot of people or, you know, they live alone. And the community that we've got now is needed more than ever about reaching yeah. out to people. I mean, James, do you wanna do you wanna discuss anything about that? He can't hear us. Greg, James, what about yourself? No, I agree with the uh, the whole community aspect of it. I think that's what's going to keep people together. That's what's going to keep people working out as well. Yeah, totally, mate. And we've seen that already. I mean, James is privy to a lot of the phone calls that we have to do, and they are absolutely just loving the fact that the community is bringing them along um, and pulling them along on the workouts. Irrelevant of what they are. I mean, I actually think it's irrelevant of what the workout is. As long as you sweat and the endorphins are uh, running around your body uh, and you feel like you've achieved something at the end of it, I kind of think at this stage it's irrelevant of what the workout is. But you're going to gain a lot of fitness anyway. Um, yeah. But if on that point, guys, if you're struggling, you, you need to reach out to somebody. And also, don't be scared to reach out to any single person. Me, my phone's always on, the coaches are on. You know, You should know somebody there. But also, take this time now, guys, 
as a box member to reach out to somebody you've maybe never met. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because it is such a good opportunity to get to know different people because, you know, James and Di and George and all will back up. There, there's sometimes 30 to 35 people on a, on, a, on a class at the moment. And we don't get that opportunity to coach that many in a single class during a day at the box. That's right. Um, so it is a really good opportunity just to see some different faces, someone that you don't really know. As you said, just say hello and introduce yourself the same way that we would usually do. Exactly. And to be honest with you, this, this is why we are in a unique position to be able to thrive through this because of what we have. And that is because we as a gym have a community behind it. If you was in, for example, a David Lloyd, you know, a Virgin Active no one would know you and they would see you when you're on your way back in. You probably wouldn't discuss anything with them. But the mm. fact that we all, you know, say hello to each other, even if you smile and it's a fake smile, it doesn't matter, you still smile at them. Um, <laughs> every day you have interaction with people at that box and it, it, it forces out the best in us. And But now is when we re- really need to rely on that community to help people out. Um, yeah. Paul, you've just uh, joined us in, mate, um, and I know you've been spending a lot of time trying to get as much time in the pub drinking as possible whilst it's still <laughs> open. So um, what's your experiences on um, everything so far? He's uh, obviously gone a little bit uh, rogue on us, but that's fine. Um, yeah, and we just had uh, JJ join us as well. Guys, I don't actually know who JJ is. I might be being a bit thick here. Um, Who's that? Hello. Hello. Who's JJ? Me, Janet. Ah, Janet, how oh, you doing? Janet. How you doing, Janet? How you doing? Of course, I mean, guys, guys, I don't know everyone's uh, aliases, um, so excuse me on that one. But Janet, we're just discussing how important um, the community is for us and how now we can lean on people in and around that community. Have you got any uh, thoughts or, you know, comments on uh, the workouts you've done and, you know, the fact that the community is there for you? I, I think it's brilliant. Um, I, I've really appreciated all the support from you that keep me going. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome to you. That's awesome to you. I mean, how many of the live workouts have you managed to do? Because I know you're still working, Jan. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've, I've not done as many as I'd like to because I've been, I've just been sitting at the computer all bloody day trying to teach. Yes. And the shoulder, the shoulder screwed itself up as well. But I, I did, I did today's, so yes. 6 p.m. today's, and I've been stacking up the mobility ones. So as soon as term finishes, I'll be on the mobility every day. That's Janet, you've been, on, you've been on more than just one, though. I've definitely seen you on at least two others than that. Oh, no, no, I've, I've, I've been on more than that. No, I, I, I and then I, I, was, I was on more, and then the jumping jacks screwed my shoulder. So yeah. I stayed off for the next few, and then I was back on this evening. JJ hates the jumping jack. She hates the jacks. Jumping jacks. It, the jack, the the jumping jack jacks her shoulders. It yeah. So we just, I'm just going to move now, guys, into another couple of the topics that we wanted to discuss. Right? Is the reason we're doing the pub quiz tomorrow, guys, is exactly everything we just have been discussing. It's about getting people there in a room. The questions don't mean anything. Bring your beers along, bring your snacks along, and let's have a bit of a crack, right? Um, it's going to be really, really odd. It's not perfect. It's not ideal. But what I will say is I'm going to be there, Quizmaster Die, with my beer and with my snacks, right? And, and no one else can eat my snacks. 
Yes. <laughs> right. So not even, not even just, just be prepared for Jasper to argue with all of your answers. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. So get yourselves along to that. Um, Why well, not just be Jasper arguing with? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, Greg. No bother at all. Um, another one, guys, that I wanted to mention was um, about the highlight that we get to see is all of you guys constantly posting and the positivity that that pushes our way and allows us to keep on working right now as you all know guys i think this is this is hard work for for everyone and the thing that's pushing us through here is the is the positivity that you guys are throwing our way firstly do you just want to elaborate on that mate yeah i, th- I think you, i think you hit the nail on the head there mate um as you said it's not easy for for, for anyone at all um but it does make it our our jobs almost more enjoyable from a coaching perspective when yeah. we see all the members giving back so much and it's so much positivity and almost it, it, if I was to take myself, for example, you know, when I've been coaching and I see people comment being like, oh, great class, Frost, you really enjoyed that. So much positive energy. You're the best, best coach we have. Are you my favourite? Like they always say. <laughs> it gives me... That was James McDonald, by the way. <laughs> me more motivation and like i can't wait to get back on the classes and coach again when i see that positive reinforcement come through yeah. it means a lot it means more than you could probably realize when yeah. the members do that so thank you very much guys yeah so we we had we had a couple of questions um uh that, that, that we wanted to throw back and forth uh, for the first one was what has been our biggest challenge so far as a staff uh since the as a team since since uh, the last seven days since this has happened. So um, what would you say, Frosty? That's a, that's a great question, to be fair. And I did actually think about this because Di asked me in advance. I'm not just saying this either. We've got a really good community. So our jobs have been not as stressful as people may appreciate. Now, other, other coaches might disagree because James, George and Di have got a lot more on their plate than I have at the moment. Um, but I think the biggest challenge is we as a coaching staff just want to ensure that you guys are really enjoying the gas station. It's a difficult time for everyone. Uh, and we don't want training to be another difficulty on top of things. We want this to be your release, uh, something you go to almost escape from the modern day pressures and just to just to get you guys, you know, first to get in the stimulus of the workout. Secondly, making sure you're still achieving the goals that you want to achieve. And thirdly, most in, most importantly, as it was in the box, ensuring that you're all enjoying your training. Um, so I'd say that that's the biggest challenge, I think, from us as a coaching, from a coaching point of view, is just to ensure that you guys are still loving what you do and still as passionate as you were when you first started. I totally agree. Um, I'd also say that, like... Um what we what we managed to do really well as a box was we pivoted really early onto online which is one thing that has separated us from uh, all, all the other all the other establishments um the fact that we were running two in sync was a game changer because all the problems that the other boxes are now having 
they 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 moved a little bit later. Um, we made all our mistakes. Anything that went wrong happened in the first couple of days, and then as soon as Bojo or Big Boris Johnson said it's time to pop, we popped, and we'd already made our you know the hiccups, the the fact that things weren't saved into the cloud, and you know, and then what we were able to do is just move on with a, a smoother experience when everyone was from their house. But the next question that I had, uh, Frosty, was. Um, the biggest challenge uh, for the members then, um, and what I would say on that one was, uh, that question was thrown across by somebody else. I would say from a member's point of view, the biggest challenge has been, is making sure that your mindset is ready, that it's not training in the box, it's just training. And I'd say that has been the biggest challenge for members so far. What you need to imagine or remember is, as we go through this now, you're going to gain lots of fitness, lots. And also, time and attention, lots of strength. But what I would say to you guys is, if you flip your mindset now and just say, every workout you're going to give, everything you've got left for that day, you can always improve, no matter what. But I think that in all of the phone calls that I've, I've had to do, which has been a fair few, um, I, I can tell you that's been the hardest thing because also no one really understands this situation. No one knows what was going to happen. And I, if I'm being honest, I don't think many people actually thought it was going to happen. I think a lot of people yeah. thought it was just going to roll over us. Yeah, I agree. I think um, one of the biggest challenges from not only the members' point of view, I think everyone's point of view is the uncertainty around everything. Yeah. And we wish we could turn around and be like, we will be back on the box at this date. Yes. Unfortunately, we just don't know at the moment. But the best thing about this training now, I don't know what's going on with the summer holidays, if there will be any, if there won't be any. But this is the perfect training to get that absolutely ripped summer shred body. I, so I, I agree, I'm man. I agree. I agree. Like, for the <laughs> first time in a long time, man, I can see those slab abs coming out, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> Telling us, slab of abs are coming out. So the the next one that I wanted to ask um, uh, and discuss really was, um, what what's the biggest challenges to come then? So if if we are another week, another two week, another three week down the line, what challenges have we got coming along to face us? So I think um, one of the challenges, and this does, in my opinion, this doesn't need to be a challenge, but I think what's possibly could happen is the program that we're doing in advance some people may not feel it's targeting the goals that they want now on this note you can always get in contact with the coaches and say look i'd like to see more of this or i'd like to see more of that in the workouts and we can obviously try and work around it and incorporate people's goals um so i would say that could potentially be a challenge moving forward but it doesn't have to be the whole idea of this online training and and the sense of community that we have is to ensure that we're all as open and communicating with each other as much as possible as possible yeah. if we just keep this going it's yeah. not going to be a challenge yeah i agree i totally agree i mean uh from, from, from my point of view as well um it's just overwhel overwhelming positivity from from everyone so far getting amongst there and that is for, for my if we keep that going and we keep that routine going we'll get through this not a problem at all and you know um as a, a wise man once said to me stronger together that's so true that's so true you try and do this alone it's not an easy task right yeah now, what yeah. we're going to do is we're going to throw it out to the floor last couple of minutes so i'm going to go around the room if you if you want to ask a question all you've got to do is um, um, respond when I ask you. So the first one, Janet, questions for me and the Frostmeister? 
Oh, you're muted. Wait there. Let me unmute you. Let me unmute you. Uh, you're unmuted now, Jan. Go. Not, not so much a question, just a thanks for keeping pestering me to keep me going. Oh, great, um, mate, great. It makes a massive, massive difference. But the, the other thing I love is the occasional go round the room at the end of a, a thing, just just because just you feel as though you're connecting with some other people. You know, so what's what, you know, the question's like, what have you done today that was great? What are your plans for, you know, those sort of things. So yeah. really, really good. That's great, yeah. that's great. Okay, moving around the room then. So, Kirsten, have you got a question for me? And uh, I'm just going to try and unmute you there. For... Uh, yeah, so I bought a little bit of equipment in the last few days, but yeah. would there be anything you really recommend to get? Because I think the situation with working or like working out from home is not going to change in the next one or two weeks. Yeah, I would say I would say if you've bought some equipment already, you've got more than enough. Um, that, that would be because like literally me and the coaches have got exactly what you guys have got we haven't all of a sudden take home our, our own gym home we've got exactly what you've got right so no nothing more is needed kettlebell dumbbell you know even if you haven't got that you've seen what Harrison's been up to big shout out to yeah. Harrison legend but no yeah. that's, that's a great question uh, Frosty do you want to add anything on that yeah, just um, if you, as you said, if you've got equipment, fantastic. Um, what I want to do is just quickly flip it on its head and maybe address the people that haven't got any equipment. Um, when these workouts come up, I know, for example, today's AMRAP, um, let me just quickly recap what it was. Uh, it was an AMRAP, a 20 minute AMRAP of 90 double unders, um, 60 step ups, and 30 back extensions. If you've not got any equipment, that's not an issue. I know that we're pushing to get the top scores, but on the back extensions, for example, or even on the step-ups, if you just try and slow that movement down and something that we have spoke about before, focus on time under tension. If you do high rep repetitions, time under tension, it's going to be like having a 20 kg bar on your back. It hurts. So just a point that I want to say there, guys, is if you don't have any equipment, don't worry about things maybe focus on slowing movements down though and time under tension and i promise you will still build muscular endurance through time under tension love it okay so i'm moving across now then we're going to move across to greg there uh just unmuted you now brother any questions <coughs> for me and the frostmeister um well the question is kind of to everyone really just going back to equipment sorry i know you're i know people can make do but if this goes on for a long time i literally have nothing at the moment yeah so if anyone hears of uh anyone anything on, like any places online that start filling back up stock wise that they're getting them from and they can pass that information on would be very much appreciated no that, no that's great and you know that that's what we will do as well greg we'll keep that communication open so we can keep on updating you exactly you. what's uh... so I just at the moment i just ideally priority wise just kind of want a 22 and a half dumbbell and possibly a 32 kettlebell would yeah. be ideal for now. Yeah. For short well, I'll keep my eyes open for sure. Uh, and I'm sure I, on this shout out, everyone else will as well. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone kind of is. I've had a few people sort of just, just a reminder that I saw everyone's kind of on the same, on the same thing. But, um, I imagine it will be over the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping over the next couple of weeks, things might level off, but yeah, deliveries are going to be weeks and weeks anyway. So brilliant. But, Cheers, mate. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Right, moving round now then, moving round to Brian. I'm going to unmute you now, mate. So I believe that is you unmuted now. So do you have a question for myself or Frosty? 
No, um, just thanks for, and keep it going, man. Oh, mate, that's great to hear. What, how many of them right, have you done, face. mate? Sorry, what how did you say, Di? How many of them you actually done now? How many of the uh, live workouts have you done? Uh, I think I've done all of them apart from, uh, you know, the first week where you were dual running. Yes. Other than that, I've done them all and I've done all the, uh, well, apart from the weekend, and I've done the mobility ones as well, which uh, I have to say, uh, you know, are really good. And, um, you know, one of them, I was I was sweating by the end of it, which I wasn't really uh, expecting. Right. Brian, <laughs> I mean, uh, why does that not surprise me, Brian? Why does that not surprise me, mate? I've, I've been struggling with something, you know, a lot, a lot of it, a lot of the squat mobility I've been struggling with, but it's been really improving the squat. It's been really good. If anyone hasn't been doing them, I'd definitely recommend trying them out. Great, Brian. Thank you for the comments, mate. And um, yeah. I'm going to move around now to Arvinda, one of our Dawn Patrol 6am as hardcore, so um, I am going to unmute you now. There we go, you're on. Hi. Arvinda, Hello. Can you have, you got, have you got a, have you got a yep. question, Arvinda, for me or Frosty? Uh, no, I just wanted to say thanks for what you guys um, are doing, because when all of this kicked off, that's the first thing I was worried about was how am I going to get to the gym, how am I going to get to the box and work out and stuff. So it's a big relief to know that you guys are that you guys did this. So it's been great, and I love the six AM still because they're still the same kind of crew, and it's uh, yeah. So it was good. It was good this morning with the run and stuff. So how thank you. you. Get, how did you get on with the run, Arvinda? What was your time? I got ten minutes, um, just like right on. So awesome. I think last time I did it, I was like at eleven. I think when I first did it, when I first joined the box. Yeah, um, awesome. So, so definitely not, improved. Yeah, not, not only are you doing the training, you're getting gains as well. I love it. Nice. I love yeah. it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. So thank you. Cheers no, for that. No problems at all. I'm just going to mute you there now, so we can round yep. this off. Um. So Frosty, um, from one point in closing, mate, from you, one point in closing. Just one point in closing, um, not only the people that are on this um, podcast now, but the, all the members, just thank you for being so positive. Um, we know that this isn't the ideal situation for you guys. It's definitely not the ideal situation for us either. But thank you for being positive and sticking with us. And hopefully, you know, we'll still keep moving onwards and upwards um, from this moment on and be back in the box soon. Love it, mate. Love it. And from me, guys, I, I just reiterate everything Frosty said. Um, thank you so much for sticking by us. Thank you so much for the positivity. Uh, and more than anything else, guys, we all need to be at that box, stronger together, standing tall, talking about this, telling tales about this, and then actually having got a little bit fitter. That's what it's all about. So, guys, I'm going to close it down there, but great work. Um, thanks for coming in. Even though you're all late, I won't give you any burpees. Um, I'm going to post <laughs> this as a podcast now, not as a, a wodcast. Wodcast, like yeah. Something like what? that. Something like that. But, guys, have a great evening, and I'll see you all tomorrow on the workout. If not on a workout, I'll see you at the <laughs> pub quiz. See you Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Okay, so we're in now live uh, with uh, Kevin, and uh, Frosty's going to lead us in with the the first question. Um, so I'm just going to mute everyone now. Um, there we go. All muted. Let's unmute Frosty, otherwise that's going to be really awkward. Okay, guys, right, so Kevin, Frosty's going to take away the first question, mate, and then we're just going to have a bit of a chinwag from there. Is that okay? I think we've still got Kevin on mute. Oh, guys. that's that's a, that's really awkward. Let's unmute him. <laughs> there we go, Kev. You're back. You yeah, should be now back. back in the room. I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. There we oh. go. There we go. Okay. Brilliant. So, Frosty, right. what was what was the first question, buddy? So, um, well, the first thing that I wanted to say is I got um, when people found out Kevin that we we're doing the podcast with you, I got yeah. a good few texts being like, "Oh my god, how do you know Kevin?" All of this <laughs> sort of thing, and I just said, "Oh, look." Me and Kev go way back with best buds, <laughs> but on record now, guys, I just want to let you all know, I met Kevin once, very briefly, when you came to do an open workout at CrossFit Slough, is that correct? Oh, we were out there for uh, the the adaptive seminar, but we also, yeah, we did, I think we did an open workout or something. I know we were out there for the adaptive seminar, though. Yeah, um, I remember saying hello to you briefly there, and pretty much we've been best buds ever since, so oh, that's... Best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of uh, how me and Kevin and I officially came three best friends. But um, in terms of CrossFit, so I think the first question that we want to lead in with is um, what would you say your favorite CrossFit or powerlifting movement is? Oh, man, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of ironic. My favorite movement is actually the snatch. Always, yeah. always um, has been. That's um, ballsy to say that, man. That's really yeah, ballsy yeah. to say that. Right, su- super ironic. Yes, for sure. The snatch uh, always always was a fan of it. Um, was my my best and probably favorite movement. S- still is, man. M- most beautiful movement you can watch someone perform well. Definitely, definitely. And um, I I think everyone now by now, Kev, has actually watched the video because we've literally you your viewings must have gone up by at least a hundred since we uh <laughs> since we put this on the page the other day. So I think everyone is pretty versed of exactly you know uh, what happened and, and and how it happened. Um, what was your first ever CrossFit workout? Um, my first ever CrossFit workout, Boondock. Sorry, my dog's freaking out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes it makes it so much better anyway. It's reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my first CrossFit workout was back in 2007. Um, I was actually a power lifter at the time. I uh, was about 240 pounds. And when I say I couldn't run 400 meters, I mean, I tried and I, I had to start walking and sit down after 100 meters. Um, and I was doing personal training and my boss at the time, a guy named Jeremy Yates, um, uh, challenged me to a CrossFit workout and told me that his 110 pound girlfriend who doesn't work out that much would beat me at it. Um, and of course being the competitive guy that I am, I agreed to it, which was dumb because it was 21, 15, nine handstand pushups and L pull-ups. And I, I was I'm six, I was six three and two hundred and forty pounds, about one hundred and ten kilos, and tried to. I put a Kevin sized hole in the wall when I tried to kick up for my first handstand push up. <laughs> I love that. Thirty minutes later, thirty minutes later, I finished it with twenty pound dumbbell push press. And you remember those like gravitron machines that you would like kneel on and do pull ups on? Yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah, so you so it's very quickly realized that you had to, uh, had to scale the movement and then, uh, you know, just to get back into the room again and get the workout done. I mean, to 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 be honest, I did finish off 21 handstand push-ups and 21 L pull-ups, but then I couldn't move after that and had to do 15 
15 and nine with dumbbell push press and gravitron pull-ups. Love it. And then after that, he was literally just, uh, you know, falling in love with it nonstop, had to keep on going. Yeah, for the most part, um, I don't like getting beat. I'm very competitive, and so I realized that's such a giant hole in my uh, my fitness. I was like, okay, well, this is something I'm gonna have to try to get better at. And I'd started playing rugby around the same time, and um, I figured it'd be probably be good for my rugby game if I uh, wasn't so fat and out of shape. <laughs> yeah, a good call on that, um, Frosty. If you want to lead in with the next one, mate. Yes, um, out of interest, when you started playing rugby, how heavy were you there? I was 240 pounds when I started playing rugby. That's a big, boy. That's a big old boy, that is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then the next uh, question we have, um, Kev, is what would you say your favourite competition you've done to date is? Again, that can be CrossFit or powerlifting. Um, you know, I saw these questions. It was 2012 regionals. Uh, so I started competing in CrossFit. Uh, I was training uh, with a couple of buddies of mine and, um, we were doing it. We were just following dot com programming, and uh, they put up a video of Chris Spieler doing the dot com program. And I only lost to him by like two reps, and I was all kinds of stoked. Wow, because uh, Chris Spieler is about this big, yeah. And so it was, it was a pull up workout, so I was pretty stoked about it. And I was um, pro- probably being a little braggadocious. And my training partner at the time was like, Come on, man, like you're never going to be able to com- uh, compete with Chris Spieler. Um, he'd, he'd stomp you like you just can't get to that level and so I started training to compete in 2012 was the year we switched um, the regions and I got to be in the stalls next to Chris Spieler and I actually snapped a picture and sent it to my friend basically giving him a giant middle finger uh, <laughs> reminding him when he said I would never compete next to him yeah bro. brilliant brilliant the and mention of uh, Chris Spieler one of our other coaches James McDonald is on here and I can just see his face now he absolutely loves that man yeah he's, Chris is one of the nicest guys in the world you know, sure. yeah he's one of the he's one of the old like, like yourself Kevin one of the old school uh, CrossFitters when Things were a little bit different then. They weren't just all about, you know, um, crazy amounts of gymnastics, ridiculously heavy barbells. I speak to the guys all the time about it um, with reference to, you know, for example, a weight on a deadlift back then was a heavy bar, was like, you know, 130, 140 kg in a workout. Whereas now, like, that, that's like 180, 200 kg now in a workout. I remember my first year competing. This is coming out of powerlifting, and at the time when I switched over from powerlifting, I was squatting uh, right around 230, 230 kilos, mm. um, 230, 240 kilos. I was yeah. I was deadlifting a little bit more than that, and um, I was benching about uh, one hundred and ninety kilos at the time for I was for powerlifting. And um, I came in, and it was two thousand ten, and we had a, a max snatch event, and I didn't really. I knew lifting a little bit at the time, but I was just kind of a meathead. And I remember I snatched a hundred, hundred kilos, and it was um, like, like no one had seen that before in two thousand ten within CrossFit. Yeah, and like now the now you know you've got yeah you fifteen fifteen year olds in competition now hitting you know it's it's gone crazy and that that just proves you know the exponential growth of of CrossFit. Um, so I mean that's that's great. I mean one of the other ones we had down there for uh, for the next question when when you decided uh, your decision to switch from CrossFit to powerlifting because um, a lot of the guys you won't actually know about your accolades now within within powerlifting because. You've done you've done quite a bit now within powerlifting. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so honestly, I mean, I still probably I train. I would still consider myself a CrossFitter, more or less, because I still train three to five days a week 
um, with whatever's programmed at the gym. Um, I've just kind of added in a couple days a week of bench-specific training. Um, once again, you, you'll see a theme in my life. I got into powerlifting after um, after I got hurt because it was a way to lift something heavy. Um, and I was told that I would never be able to lift heavy enough to compete on an international stage uh, being a crossfitter or using crossfit to train with. And so um, once I was told I wasn't going to be able to lift heavy enough because I was training crossfit, I decided to prove them that you can, in fact, train crossfit and be wicked strong. So that's what I did. Awesome. Awesome. And what, yeah. where are you currently at with, with reference to that now? So like competition wise, obviously, we know everything's halted now. But, you know, what, yeah. what sort of competitions you got coming up if if everything was normal? I uh, unfortunately had to, uh, I retired from the USA team um, late last year, uh, just because I had to miss it, like due to to some funds and traveling stuff, I had to miss a major competition. So I retired. I'm probably gonna get back into a meet sometime at the end of this year, just for fun. I'm still training, still trying to, I've always had the goal of, you know, uh, benching somewhere between 210 and 215 kilos. Wow. Um, So still training to try to hit that. And so, you know, trying to stay healthy. The goal now is to try to do that without weighing more than 97 kilos. So, so what are you currently weighing at the minute? Um, I'm probably about 92, 93 kilos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big, uh, that's a big weight to put up at that, uh, at that body weight. That's, that's, that's cool. Anything, anything over, you know, double on a bench is pretty impressive, right? People talk about it on a squat, but on a bench, that's pretty awesome. Getting after it, man. The, the smaller my lower body gets, and the bigger my upper body gets. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting for my legs to atrophy enough so I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, Frosty, move it on then, mate. Move it on. Yeah, um, so I, I hope I'm, Kevin, I hope I'm not um, sort of overstepping the mark by asking this question, but you mentioned yourself there once you um, became injured, how you changed your, your approach to training. Um, for the benefit of everyone listening to the podcast, there can sometimes be an uncertainty as to whether it's acceptable asking an adaptive athlete how their injury came about. Yeah. Um, how, how do you sort of feel about that? Um, you know, I, I'm i not a very PC individual. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really believe in it. Um, I believe more in honesty and, and being pretty, pretty blunt about things. Uh, my wife would tell you that I'm not very uh, tactful. Um, which is true. Here, here, and here's my take on it. You know, um, you know, we get that question, or we get like, which I think is along the same lines. Like, wh- what do you call an adaptive athlete? Is it is disabled individual? Is it a handicap? All these different kind of things. And um, my main thing is, is this: like, um, I'm more concerned with the intent of what you're asking more so than I am what you're asking. So if if your if your intent is respectful, I'm going to take it as respectful. If your intent is to be a dick, I'm going to take it as you're a dick. Yeah, fair one. And so what I basically tell people is like, say the first thing that comes to people's mind is usually the most respectful way they can respond to somebody. Um, and they're not trying to be an ass about it. So if anyone gets mad about a term or a phrase, the first time you say it, um, it's usually more on them than it is on anything else. And, um, I also tell people like, just because they're an adaptive athlete doesn't mean they're not a prick. A wheelchair isn't a, a card for you to do whatever you want to, or be mean to people just because you don't like a word that they say. Um, you know, now, now if I'm like, hey, man, I don't like that word. Could you please use something else? And you continue to use it. That's different. But if you come up to me and say, hey, Kevin, you know, do you mind me asking, you know, what happened or how, or how you got in your wheelchair? Um, I'm going to take that as, as you just trying to learn more about me and, and you know, becoming friends. And if anyone like if that's not on you, if they're going to be upset about it, they're going to be upset about it no matter what you say. 
So yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. That's something that's wrong inside their heart. Not, not, not in what you just said. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so being an adaptive athlete then, how do you think that, cause I, I've had the, the, the pleasure of spending quite a lot of time with you, Kev. Um, yeah. and I kind of know the answer for this, but these guys are waiting, dying to find out. Like, you, you've got quite a, a cool perception on things about even just the way you were mentioning there, you know, about doesn't make, does, doesn't make you, you know, a better or worse person. It just means that, you know, you, 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 you're the same as everyone else. You just bloody get on with it. You know, you don't, no, no need to be bloody rude to anyone. Um, how do you think then being an adaptive athlete has actually made you uh, a better person? Because I know it. I know that you've told me many a time that it's changed your outlook on many things. It, it is, man. Like one thing you're going to learn with situations like this is that you're, you're forced to learn patience. And yeah. if you don't, you're really going to have a hard time. So, I mean, I got I to gotta be honest with you. When I, when I was training for the CrossFit Games, I was kind of a, a selfish prick. Um, you know, uh, you know, my whole life revolved around my training and my eating and my, me, me, me. And, um, you know, one of the greatest blessings God's bestowed upon me is paralysis at this point because it um, taught me patience and it, and, uh, it kind of revamped what I'm looking at. So now I'm just training for health and longevity and, and, and more or less trying to help other people find the same. And, um, you know, it's what the people who make it to the games do is awesome. It's cool. Yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. And for those guys that are listening and don't actually know, Kev actually has got a runs, owns his own box as well. Um, and Kev, do, do you want to talk a little bit about that? So you've got your own box, Watchtower, CrossFit Watchtower. Yeah, so- uh, I mean, I, I've been coaching CrossFit since 2007. Uh, 2008 is when I got my first level one. Um, I've gone CrossFit Watchtower since uh, 2015. I ran someone else's gym for them and coached like five, six classes a day for like five or six years. And, um, you know, when I opened my gym, I didn't want it to be, um, I didn't want it to be for like high level competitors, which is weird because my, my manager, my head coach, was a six-time regional competitor. I went to regionals four times. Like we were pretty, pretty good at this stuff, and um, we both just kind of came to the decision that um, that's not what we wanted. We wanted the gym to become a a place where people become happier and healthier. Yeah. Um, and so we do a lot of work with adaptive athletes. We we work with a, a local spinal cord and TBI hospital. Um, they bring people over. We uh, work with a lot of like military veterans. I run a nonprofit now there for military veterans, and then. Um, we also do a lot of stuff with like um, our Faith RX, and um, uh, which is a um, faith-based um, CrossFit nonprofit here in the states, and as well as another one called the Phoenix, which we offer a, a free class at least once a week for anyone that's forty-eight hours sober. So we're really just trying to take our gym and and, and make it someplace where um, anyone that actually needs the help is going to get the help. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I don't care if I get you 17 muscle ups when you already had 16 that I care about the people who, you know, haven't tied their shoes in 15 years and now are tying their shoes. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that's where the big gains are made. Right. So like, as you mentioned there, you know, when you've got a, a, a thoroughbred athlete, all you need to do is point them in the right direction. They're already moving that way anyway. Um, when you've got someone who hasn't tied their shoelaces, is a lot of changes need to happen. And that's where being a coach really, really changes, right? You know, if, right. if you're a good coach and you can coach someone in that position, like you quite clearly are, it, that changes someone's life. And when, when you do that, that makes such a difference to them. So, uh, Frosty, move on to the next one, uh, for Kev then. Yeah. Um, just obviously what you're talking about there is your experience, um, with coaching and how you've had to sort of change your 
um, attack, so to speak, to help people who need it most. Mm. Um, myself and the other coaches at Slough are going to an adaptive training academy course um, later on in the year. I think it's now scheduled for October with everything that's going on. Um, mm. What sort of advice would you give us and, and the other coaches heading on that course? Um, you know, I love the course. I helped write the course. I'll probably be at, I mean, I'll, I'll be at that course. Yeah, Any chance to get over? Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, so, um, I guess the best advice is understand that if you're coaching people, um, coaching adaptive athletes is, is really no different. In fact, I think the main thing that we do with this course is, is, um, take away that fear of coaching adaptive athletes. Like there's, if someone came in, um, with a broken ankle, uh, most of your coaches wouldn't have, it wouldn't even second guess that they knew what to do with that person to keep them moving. Now, if someone comes in with an amputee halfway up their, up their, um, their calf and into their shin, like then people start to think, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. When in reality, they know exactly what to do. They're just allowing themselves to be paralyzed by the fear of like hurting this person more. Um, and you don't have to be scared to work with adaptive athletes. I mean, look at it this way. Like so many things have already tried to kill me and so many of my adaptive athletes and failed miserably that I doubt, you know, snatches, more snatches and, and, and dumbbell cleans are going to do it. You know, um, we're pretty resilient. Uh, we're a pretty resilient group. Um, and if they're coming in uh, and asking for help, it probably means they have a pretty good head on their shoulders and are, are ready to get moving. So you can kind of just dive right in, ask questions, be honest, be, um, you know, upfront about things. I think sincerity is the biggest key to coaching adaptive athletes. Yeah, the one big takeaway I took from it, Kev, and uh, we spoke about this at some length as well, but the one big takeaway for me was that the ability to adapt, not actually scale. I think a lot of coaches think that scaling a workout is the same as adapting it, and it's categorically nothing like adapting a workout, you know, and that was one thing that I learned from you guys was, when you're adapting a workout, the movement doesn't need to look the same. It doesn't need, it, it needs, it needs to achieve the same stimulus um, most of the time, but actually it doesn't need to look the same. And I think that's what a lot of coaches do wrong. They look at a deadlift and they think that deadlift, that bar must go from the shin and it must go to, to an upright position. Whereas actually, as you guys taught us, it, it's nothing like that at all. It's the ability yeah. to move a bar from one point to another or an object. Yeah, I think, I think the a big thing is like, um, we've gotten so used to coaching able-bodied athletes that we can't, I mean, and normally with someone standing on two legs and a perfectly healthy individual, you, you could mimic the way something looks and, and achieve the same stimulus. But I think people, yeah, you're right. People need to realize that it's all about understanding why you're using certain movements more so than what they look like. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, I think we're all looking forward to that cl- uh, class. Um, obviously being coaches generally like helping people, but yeah. just have a more almost structured approach to it and being able to help, another group of you know a wider audience so to speak and in a um targeted way i think that's what we're all looking forward to and looking forward to taking away from it so i'm really looking forward to getting on that class well listen having taken thousands of courses in my life as, as most coaches have right you know and then taken loads myself including level one level two uh crossfit courses that was definitely the most informative course in a weekend that i that, that i've ever done so you know all, awesome. all hats off to you guys that was that was awesome but um, Kev, so it, it goes without saying then, I think anyone can look at your mindset and, you know, you're, you're an inspiring character, but who inspires you? Who, who is it that gets you pumped up, motivated, or who was it at the time, of, you know, that, that inspired you to, to get moving again? Um, 
you know, if we're talking on a day-to-day, um, day-to-day basis, you know, um, my, my, I, I'm fortunate enough to have two of the greatest parents you could ever ask for. Um, dad was always hardworking two or three jobs at a time, anything necessary to get, get things done. And he never complained about it and always, um, you know, took time, you know, he's working two jobs and still was coaching all of my siblings, um, sports. Like he was spoke coaching like three soccer teams at once and still doing wow. two jobs. And my mom was putting up with me and my brother and, and, <laughs> and you know, dealing with all of us. And, um, and honestly day to day, like if I could be more and more like my parents, that, that, that would be awesome. Um, as far as like when I first got injured, uh, by far the CrossFit community, you know, wake, waking up and seeing, um, the love and kindness that I received directly after I got hurt. Um, if that, if that didn't put a fire under someone's ass, I think they'd already be dead at that point. Um, yeah. you know, I definitely felt a need to, um, to earn, earn, earn back or earn that, earn that, uh, that love and that, that outpouring and give back in some way. So I, th- I think, um, I think those two things really kind of, um, sparked a fire under my ass. Brilliant. Uh, I mean, that's great to hear as well. I mean, the, as we are proving now, Kev, I think more than ever, the, the community is, and I'm sure it's the same for you, your box, I've already spoke to you about this. It's incredible to see at what lengths a community will go to to support you and and everyone else within that. And now is the more testing time, you know, definitely for, 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 for ourselves and obviously you as a box owner as well. So it's it's awesome to see that, right? And I'm sure your guys are, are reaching out. I mean, what sort of things have you seen at your place? What 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 you got? What are your guys doing? So we're we're doing a ton of Zoom classes, and I think the coolest thing is that we've only had um, to date four members put their membership on hold. Um, two of which were already putting their memberships on hold because they were planning on traveling, so it's not nothing new there. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. Two two of which just lost their jobs. Like, there's nothing they can do about it. Like, they can't they can't afford it. It's not a big deal. I think the coolest thing about that is um, we had one member pay for uh, three memberships in one month. He's but, only going to use one, and even even still, like he just was like, well, I just know you guys could use it. And then um, even even cooler, like this this one got me choking up a little bit. I had a, a member who moved up to uh, Seattle. Um, on the west coast of the states uh, about two years ago and um, I'm a horrible business owner just so you guys are aware <laughs> uh, and so when she was here there's a couple times where she uh, she just was struggling financially and just really couldn't afford the membership and sometimes I, if I know the person deserves it and they're good people I'll just kind of look the other way for a couple months until they um, get back on their feet and um, you know not because I think they owe me something or that I'm going to get something out of them later but this one kind of came back as a, as a nice little uh bit of faith and she's like you know you floated me a couple months of membership when i needed it so i can do the same for you and she's still living in seattle but she paid a month membership for us to kind of help help with where we're at so like you see things like that across the across the community i I talked to one of my buddies who's a gym owners and um one of his members who's doing well is like don't don't worry about this time period whatever whatever we need financially to get back open whenever this is open he's like i got you covered wow i mean stuff like that is just like you know just even Even just like like you mentioning, you those stuff are amazing for the people who can do it. Some people can't do it, like you said, because of their jobs or whatever. That's totally fine as well. But just the sheer positivity is what what is 
overwhelming for us every single day. I mean, what you've got there on the screen there, you'll see obviously Frosty. He's uh, one of the coaching staff, the ones asking the question. You've got James, the other guy with the screen open. He's one of the other coaching staff that are pushing this forward. We've got George on here somewhere as well. You've met George before. The, the guys are literally, they, they're killing it. And the, the community are way behind that. So it's awesome to hear that it's happening community-wide as well. But Frosty, do you want to go for the next one, mate? Yeah, um, yeah. so this is one of the um, questions Inca came up with. I think it's a great question, to be fair. Um, and she just said, look, obviously, Kevin, your story is such an impressive one. Um, coming back from such a serious injury in such a short time frame, um, what was it that kept you going through that? Um, well, I mean, like I said, the CrossFit community was a big part of it. Like, they're hugely supportive of me. Um I think I think the bigger part of it, um, and uh, you know, this is this is sometimes not not the most popular answer to that, but like I, I was brought up with a strong faith and 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 God, and I think I, we're all put on this earth for a very specific purpose, and um, I think my purpose was was kind of getting mucked and muddled when I was trying to make it as a CrossFit Games athlete, and I was kind of running away from what I was supposed to be doing on this earth, and. Um, I can specifically remember uh, the month before I got hurt, you know, uh, praying pretty hard for guidance on what I was supposed to do with my life. And a month later, I was put in the exact position to help people that I've always thought I was supposed to. So I I think um, knowing that there was a bigger plan and that I was exactly where I needed to be, regardless of how how hard it was supposed to be, was um, a big part of me being able to um, get through a lot of this stuff. And I mean, still is to this day, like things still suck. Things are pretty hard sometimes. And, you know, even right now, a lot of people are uncertain on whether or not their gyms are going to stay open. And um, I was talking to someone the other day, and they asked me if I was worried. And I, I'd be lying if I say I wasn't concerned, but I'm not worried. Um, yeah. I, I know that if the gym stays open, it means that God wants me to do more work there. And if the gym closes, then I'm supposed to do work somewhere else. Either, either way, um, I'll continue to do what I'm supposed to. Yeah, that's a pretty cool outlook, man. That's, uh, you yeah. know, I, 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 I wouldn't say that's the wrong answer. I'd say that's a pretty cool answer to me. And may, maybe that's some solace in that I need to take for myself. So well done there, Kev. Um, but um, we, we had the last one there, which was um, given the, the current climate with, you know, obviously COVID and everything that's going on. Um, what training are you as an adaptive athlete doing from home then? So how does it, because all my members are like, oh, uh, not all of them, by the way, guys, but the majority of them are saying, hey, I haven't got a barbell. Um, I've got a dumbbell. We're putting all these cool workouts out as the rest of the community is. But how does that differ for you then? Um, so what, what does your day look like as an adaptive athlete it, training from home? Well, mine's a little different because I only live three minutes from my gym. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so I, I've been I've been going in and shooting uh, the Zoom videos there. Yeah, um, but we put out um, adaptive versions of this stuff all day, and I'll do the workouts at home if I can. Um, yeah, I have a couple I have a couple dumbbells here. I got a med ball, um, ab mats, some split ropes. And, you know, you just kind of get it done with what you have. We did one the other day, and that was uh, a shoulder to overhead. I took a twenty pound. I have a twenty pound bag of rice. You know, like eight, nine kilo bag of rice, and I just did like shoulder to shoulder for reps. And um, you, you kind of you go with what you have, and you, you yeah, work. We have a, a bunch of uh, seated athletes that are following at home, and you know, they just text me and ask questions. And it's the same thing. Like once you understand what what you're trying to get out of the workout and what the stimulus is, it's pretty easy to adapt to, to, to having zero equipment. So we're, we're putting out 
uh, three workout. Well, technically, um, I guess it would be six workouts a day because we're doing a, a full gym workout, a partial gym equipment workout, and no gym equipment workout. And we're also doing that as like seated version, yeah, um, for all of our athletes as well. And so it's it's um, again understand the stimulus of what you're trying to get out of that workout, and it's pretty easy to to adapt to whatever you got at home. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the one thing that I've noticed big time is uh, going back to my military days is just switching your mindset and actually realizing that. It doesn't matter what your what the aim of the workout is. What matters is that you're getting a workout in. That's that's for me the biggest part is getting a workout done. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a right now. It's a temporary thing, and, and like I know people are like, oh man, I'm going to lose all of my gains, and you know, I, we, we've been trying to impart on our athletes like this is a perfect chance to to shore up some crappy movement you know like if your squat's not great let's do a ton of squat therapy like focus on good air squats focus on solid push-ups focus on instead of worrying about what your time on the whiteboard is at this point in time this is a beautiful chance to focus on like how you're supposed to be moving yeah like, for sure what what a gift this is that you now have time where you don't have to stare at a whiteboard but you can focus on squatting well and pressing well yeah. And if you focus on moving well for the next month and you come back into the gym, I will guarantee you that you have probably not only only barely lost something, but you might have gained something. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, that 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 for me has been the whole mindset. Like, I know for a fact that my core is pretty shitty and pretty weak. So I've I've been getting hammered on the core workouts. I literally, I've been in so much pain. I reckon I'm in more pain now than I ever am at the box, for sure. Oh, same. I hate ab work. I just don't like doing it. Yeah. And so I've been doing all the workouts because I've been shooting them on Zoom and my abs have never been more sore. <laughs> like literally dying because my abs are so sore. It's, it's been great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I agree with what Dar is saying. We're obviously all out of the out of the box at this time and the workouts are killing, I think, the majority of the members, coaches included. But on that note, it's something that we have discussed before on different podcasts. Um, no matter if you've got, you know, a one kilogram dumbbell or a 50 kilogram dumbbell it's still down to the individual to bring the intensity to that workout so no matter what you've got you can still have a fantastic workout just bring the intensity and go for it yeah, yeah. i mean if you have you know five ten kilo dumbbell man you're good have you ever heard of tempo start working some tempo work on that see yeah. how that feels that 10 mm-hmm. you know like we did uh, we, we've been doing like a, um, a hypertrophy and joint health class on our zoom uh, once a week and um, you know I have haven't grabbed like you know five to ten kilo dumbbells and we'll do like a little three round circuit and it and smokes their face in yeah totally <laughs> yeah you know, and it's like oh well, uh, I'm gonna get weak but the problem is here's the funny thing is like what I'm having them do is the exact same thing I would be doing to get stronger for powerlifting yeah like, interesting the technique that powerlifters have used for years with like Arnold presses and smush presses and like lateral raises and things like that you can throw in there with little to no weight and really smoke your face up yeah I, I mean this is the big thing isn't it you know if you look at uh, for example uh, some of the guys won't even know what I'm talking about now but if you have a look I'm sick I, I, I can't say time under tension any more times at all but yeah. I just said it again but if you have a look at for example you know some of uh, Louis Simmons stuff with the yeah. time under tension you know it's all about getting stronger you don't need a lot of weight to do that stuff. No, I mean, if you look at the dynamic effort stuff um, from con- like conjugate stuff that you're talking about with Louis, yeah. most of that's done with like 40 to 50%. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's about moving the bar well and moving the bar fast. And, um, you know, time and attention has been a power lifter's best friend forever. So that's the thing. You don't need anything heavy right now. You can get strong and jacked and as much as you want to with something light as long as you know how to move it well. 
I, I totally agree, totally agree. But Kev, listen, f- from us, thank you so much for taking the oh. time to, to come on. Um, there are many a people that wouldn't take the time and, you know, I, 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 and haven't. But thank you so much for taking time. And I'm sure when you come to the box again for your next visit, which we've already got in the diary, you are going to be showered with even more love than you've had the first time. So funny, funny story about your gym. Um, so I've been to the UK now, I guess this is uh, like twice, two or three times at this point, but I've only been out to you guys' gym once. And I was, I was actually down in Australia, um, last month before all this quarantine stuff happened. And I ran into a lady who was, um, uh, from London and she goes, okay, so you got to tell me like, what was your, what was your favorite part of London? Like, where did you like going? And I'm like, I gotta be honest, man, I'm a country boy from the States. I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of London, but I really like Slough. <laughs> <laughs> She just kind of looked at me funny. I was like, they were nice. They opened doors to people. They said, please and thank you. In London, people were, people were kind of mean to me. So I, I really enjoyed Slough. She's like, out of everyone I've talked to from the States, she's like, I've never heard that sentence before. I, I love like, that. I love that. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first. He loved Slough. I mean, that's awesome to you. That's awesome. Um, and oh, Kev, we, we can't wait for you to come back. Bring your crew along and you'll get exactly the same welcome from us. Um, always, always welcome. And please, throughout this time, Stay in touch. Stay safe. Frosty. Yeah, let, let me know, man. Anything else? If you guys want to have me on again, let me know. Yeah, definitely. We'd love to. Frosty, have you got anything else for Kev? Uh, no, no other questions. Just on, obviously, behalf of myself and all the members and coaches, just want to say thanks for taking the time to come on. Um, your story Absolutely. is definitely inspirational and such a strong mindset and something we could all learn from. So thanks very much. We appreciate cool. it. Yeah, and if there's anything else I can do to help, guys, let me know. Like, we're, we're one community at this point. So if I can help or if you guys can help or anything like that, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get through this together. So it'll be just fine. Love it, Kev. Thank you very much, mate. And I enjoy the rest of your day because I think it's like one thirty, two o'clock there now at your time. It is one o'clock here, yeah. Happy to enjoy your lunch. We're gonna, we are now going to enjoy our bedtime. <laughs> yeah, Cheers, buddy. Take care. Ready. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.